run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, blitz are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to I'm Martin. And I'm Michael. And welcome to episode 246 of Blurds Are Us. Why? We've got the other two members of the crew on today. I'm joined by Martin, who is our anime expert, our Star Wars expert, and, you know, our connoisseur when it comes to manga, gaming, a whole heap of different things. And I'm also joined by Michael, who is our sports expert, who is also the host of the Enrich uh, channel. Um, he was with me at Comic-Con and uh, I'm glad we've got him today because it was his very first Comic-Con and uh, I just wanted to hear what his thoughts were of Comic-Con. So, go. Um, I actually enjoyed Comic-Con. Um, for me, it was sort of an experience to see like, like-minded people like myself who love anime. So, I'm an anime expert as well. Mm, no, no, no. <sighs> um... <laughs> um but yeah, it's just something, I feel it was something that I haven't experienced in ever, forever. Seeing everyone just enjoying it, seeing everyone that loves anime and that are just sitting around and doing what they want to do and no one's really judging them for anything. Because what, five years ago, if you said that, you, if you mentioned that you liked anime, like people would have been looking at you funny, but you mentioned yep. it now Ed, and everyone wants to have a conversation no, about I'll, it. I'll go a little bit further back than five years, but I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, so like it was, it was, it was special to see, and I'm annoyed that Nana never invited me to a comic con beforehand. What are you talking um, about? I had mentioned it so, plenty of times. No, you've never, bro. Like literally, I on a regular would say I'm going comic con on Facebook. Like again, if you're not seeing on Facebook here, then that's your. Bro, back. I'm hardly on and Facebook. If you yet. had been listening to the podcast from the get go, you would have known as well. So that's on you. Still, a personal invite is always is always guarantee the response. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was great to be fair. Seeing all the different cosplays, although majority of the people were dressed up as Demon Slayer characters. <laughs> You're um, such a hater. <laughs> that that was quite a bug. Um, but other than that, it was fantastic. I I have to admit, it was really, it was really really fantastic. And obviously, we got a couple we got a couple sub things that we got done for the blurs and. Uh, the everything else so mm. the, we, we got plans coming forward thanks to comic con so it, it's been it was a grand it was a fantastic weekend yeah i'd have to admit nice glad he enjoyed it man glad he enjoyed it um i've never been to a comic con before but i really want to go the closest i've been to comic con is hyper japan and that was a think in 2018 yeah so i, I, I am due to go for a proper comic con i think hyper japan this year is in july uh, mm. so, so EXG is the gaming one that's the 22nd September. of September to 25th of September if I'm not working I'm going to go to that and then Hyper Japan uh, bear with me guys uh, Hyper Japan Festival is the 22nd and 24th of July again if I'm not working I am going to try and look to reach that as well uh, there's also London Anime London Anime and Gaming Call that's in August Okay, you need to send me a screenshot of the dates of that and so I, can... I already I already I sent it in the um WhatsApp chat. Okay. It's in um it's in August thirteenth and fourteenth. Oh, is that what you just sent like literally like yeah. 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 Right, and isn't there one more event in October? That's MCM yeah, Comic Con part two. Oh that's Comic Con part two. Okay, MCM do it twice a year in it. Ah, got you, got you, got you. So we need to decide on what, what we're going as because I'd like to prepare it from now so yes. I can get myself into character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we... into shape for the character. <laughs> yeah. should, we, should, should we decide now? Well, we need to find out exactly who's going to then, you know, 
if it's just the three of us, if it's just the three of us, then yeah, we can obviously then just be like, yeah, what are we gonna go as? Well, we we know that Big T said he's not gonna yeah, come. Big T's gonna go. Mar- Marvin's probably gonna snake us again. There's no point. There's no point in asking Marvin because he's probably won't even um, respond. He he'll probably won't respond, and then we'll see him at Coffee Club. on the exit. Yeah. So that's a that's a fun one. Stevie, I don't know. No, Stevie Stevie's gonna be there because um, his daughter's gonna be um, hopefully getting a stall on um, oh, what's it called, the Create Alley bit. So she's hopefully gonna, oh, so okay. Stevie should be there anyway. So, okay. but you listen for me, yeah. I I would be down to do bleach in it because obviously when I order my, huh? Of course, you I'm going to be Kim I'm going to be Kimpachi. <sighs> that is my favorite character in Bleach and like in in majority of animes as well. Like so, yeah. obviously, or if I, like again, if if it weren't if we weren't doing a, a group one, yeah, and like I was balling by that time October came around, which I was very unlikely. But one year, I am definitely going as Lelouch from Code Geass. I'm gonna have the whole gap and the helmet as well. Like, you I'm, know, I've never watched Code Geass and I'm going to start it this week. Code Geass is okay. fucking amazing. It is my favorite anime of all time. Or how about how, how about this instead? Everyone just be, be um just do the antagonists for their show. Oh, oh OK. Mm. No, because the, I'd rather, I'd rather, do, a I'd rather do a group one because the thing I is, yeah, involved, the thing, I have been getting the thing. The thing with October yeah, is is one. Um, I want to hopefully do the whole weekend. Um, yep. So the Friday and the Sunday will be more like content creating and doing interviews and getting pictures and stuff for the podcast. But the Saturday, I want the Saturday to be more just of enjoying the day in cosplay, chill like, and, and in a sense, not working, if that makes sense. And then as well as that, um, two members of the Leftover Army are coming from America for Comic-Con. So obviously going to want to be chilling and spending time with them and then go for drinks afterwards as well. Um, so what, I, what I'll probably try and do is like create like a little bit of an event so that, you know, members, any UK members of the Leftover Army can hopefully link up with us at Comic-Con and any fans of Blurds or Us, if you're going to be at Comic-Con, you know, we'll just meet up and go for, for drinks somewhere and just get to know each other. So that is the, the general plan for October. Um, but obviously, I just got to sort out work. Um, once I've sorted out work, then yeah, I'm I'm all over it. I don't worry if you can't make it. I'll, I'll host everyone. Don't worry about it. Yeah, listen, like I said, now like now that you know, for the most part, like I know that you you in a sense you can do certain things. Um, then yeah, if I'm not there, like you've got the equipment for that kind of thing. So in a sense, I don't need to be there. But again, I would like to be there just for the general of the whole day, and like it's especially since like the October one because it's around Halloween, you get a lot more people in cosplay, and because it's not as hot as well, you generally get a lot more more people cosplay as well because then like the general like if you're in a baking costume and it's cold, well then you just warm in it. Whether it's hot and then you're in a baking costume, you're just dying. It's like, it's, it's hard, isn't it? So I would rather cosplay in October than I would in summer. And that's why generally the summer ones, I normally just go quite cash just so that I'm not getting overheated. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I'm, I remember seeing that. I was like, yeah, that's a lot of... Um... Like one year, like one year <laughs> I went in the summer, I, I just did Luke Cage. Like literally, I just wore black um, combat trousers and a, and a, and a yellow t-shirt. And I was still getting mad hot. But again, that summer was a very hot summer anyway. But like, you know, I would rather be comfortable. But then again, if I'm doing a three-day weekend and I've got like a, a hotel close by, then I always go go get changed, cool down, have some food and drink, and then come back out. Um, so again, we'll, like, we'll, we'll sort out the logistics and stuff. Um, it was fantastic. Me and, you know, we made some new friends. Uh, I've been chatting to a couple of people on Instagram. Um yeah, I'm gonna to talk to you about that. I love how we start. I start a conversation, and then you jump in with your bit. I'm just like, hold on. No, no, no. I started a conversation. What do you mean? You started. I started I a conversation. Started most of them. I'm. To, I, I'm talking about a particular one. I started a conversation, and you jumped in. No. Oh wait, maybe I did. Yes, you exactly. Exactly. It was the other way. Oh, I, start, I also started conversations with like the um, anime fresh, which I was trying to see if they wanted to do a group. 
and they're down to doing a group one. They're joining us for a group one as well for a group crossplay. There's a oh, so, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even see that, so I haven't. I haven't. If you're talking about yeah. Instagram, I didn't respond to that. So yeah, so they're they're down. They're down to okay. They're down so, to so, so then we so then again with that, you would have to we would have to we would have to collab with them in it. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot. October's gonna be October's gonna be legit for Comic Con, and I am definitely looking forward to it. after this one. It wasn't as big, and there wasn't a lot from what Nana was telling me. Mm. But um, it, again, so, for the so first one in the summer, it was, I expect it to be bigger. It, it, it was more so before. there wasn't as many stores and events. There's normally a lot more stores, a lot more activities. Like there's normally like a massive like competitive gaming session where they've got like a stage and like people are competing for like thousands of pounds um prize money do you know what i mean like there's there's that element of it um i just think because of covid some of the stores haven't come through some of the businesses have closed down um but in terms of numbers the numbers felt the same as pre-covid if not more so um so in terms of the amount of people there it's cool but they're, they're definitely gonna have to try and sort some stuff out to have a little bit more variety of activities going on um to make it as good as it, it has been in previous years um speaking of another event uh hopefully um we'll be attending anime and chills little hot geek summer uh, i hope i hope i said that right um, yes is a hot geek summer yeah I uh, believe so, yeah. Yeah, so looking to attend that one on the 26th of June, I believe. Yeah. I believe the date on that one. Yeah. So, yes, um, it is 26th at so, 5 p.m. till 11, I think it is. Yeah, where is it? Is it southeast? I think it's western. <sighs> I think it was southeast. Yeah. I'd have to see. Because we met bare people from eastern and west London, you know. We, they weren't as yeah, normally, from north, normally, north yeah, normally there's a lot of like north and south people there, but it was literally. Bear, like a lot of the people that we talked to was from east and west yeah um, we did meet we did meet an interesting couple that one he's a game creator so ah they, yeah yeah so we've there's a couple things that we're we, we might get a chance to have a check out first mm, no, definitely definitely all right mine you have been away for a couple of weeks because you're you've been moving house and busy work yep. schedules and stuff like that catch us mm-hmm. up what have you been up to Give us your um, reviews on some of the stuff that we've covered that you weren't able to talk about. All right. So. Oh, wait. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, for anyone that is listening for maybe the first time, we at Blurs Rust have a very unique rating system. We call it the chicken rating system. If we think something is absolutely dead, it gets bones. Next up is a quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. As the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. You can continue now. So I will continue. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like as as Nana said, I have been moving house, so it's been pretty much you know super busy with all that. Um, he, actually, he helped me move the majority of my stuff, and Nana, I can't thank you enough that you know if it wasn't for you, I think I'd still be crying about moving <laughs> no, um, stuff. Um, so yeah, we're finally settled into our new place. Um, all I'm waiting for now, or we're waiting for now, is uh, sofa to come through, and that will be literally the living room complete. Um, the rest of the house is complete, or flat is complete. So, really happy there. Um, yes. Yeah, so things that I've missed. So well, I'll talk about Chippendale uh, Rescue Rangers first and foremost. Um, rather that I give it a three piece. Mm-hmm. It felt very nostalgic to me um if you're someone who's who grew up in the 90s 80s 90s with you know western styled um animation um all made by disney so this includes things like ducktales um tailspin um and a few others then the animation was just so nostalgic to me um i like the way they brought some characters into 3d as well mm-hmm. um which sort of shows you that it's that you know the characters are the same but they just updated it like you get in loads of different um new um old series that have been updated in like say 2022 and onwards or even before that onwards um again that sort of 3d treatment as well um that felt that, that felt very close to home for me because we do see that a lot i mean you need to watch something like scooby-doo to see that um that sort of 3d um animation take uh, take form um, it also reminded me a lot of, um, so yeah, it reminded me a lot of, um, 
Um, oh, the name escapes me. It's the one with just Who Framed Roger Rabbits? That's the one. Um, it becomes redundant exactly the same way. You have uh, live action meeting the cartoons and the cartoon characters sort of integrating into um, or integrated with the real life actors, all that stuff for the, um, in the film. And yeah, it all felt amazing. Um, so I give it a three, a, a solid three piece there. Um, next I watched was Love, Death of Robots season three. I absolutely love um, Love, Death of Robots. Um, for me, this was a return to form. Um, season one was amazing just because of the way it started off. Um, season two fell off a little bit. It was more 3D animations. Um, you could tell that a few of the studios that were in season one didn't return in season two, but they did return in season uh, season three, mm-hmm. and it was yeah, it was amazing. I give it a whole chicken. I think I gave um, season one a whole chicken, season two a three piece. Um, so yeah, season uh, three is definitely a whole chicken. Nice. Um, just a few, just a few episodes I really enjoyed. I enjoyed Three Robots um, Exit Strategies. Three Robots came out in season one, and they were again. This is the post-apocalyptic um, Earth where robots are sort of taking over the world, and they're sort of repeat or piecing together. At least these three robots, anyway, are pieced together the history, um, the history of Earth, a human specifically. Um, this was exactly the same, um, sort of exploring more about humanity and how destructive we are to each other and eventually yeah if, if you know if we go down nuclear war and stuff like that we will end up um destroying ourselves but just like season just like season one of uh, three robots at the end of this episode you also saw the cats having landed on uh on mars and f- i kept thinking about the episode where are these cats because the cats were clearly there after um, in season one, so while well, they in season three, especially through robots, and mm-hmm. boom, there they were. So I thought that was really cool. Um, another one that I found very interesting was Bad Traveling. This was one where you had a ship crew um, who have discovered that they are transporting a monster. The monster was to go to this island, and this um, particular crew member. I thought, at first, when I watched it, I thought that he was the captain, that he was just, you know, killing um, his crewmates left, right, and center. Um, but then it turned out, actually, he was just a normal person, part of the crew, but because he's so smart, he ended up um, doing the right thing in the end, which was taking this these monsters to a, um, a desolate island rather than to the island they wanted to go to, to feed on humans. So, yeah, I thought so that was absolutely it, awesome. So, it wasn't... So, basically, mm-hmm. in the initial attack, the captain died. And then they yeah. made and they made a vote of who would be the captain. That big dude was made the captain, and he sent him down to go check it out. Yeah, exactly. And then he and yeah, but um, I, like I said, I, I watched it twice. For so the first time, I thought he was an absolute bastard, and then I watched it the second time. I realized, oh no, he's actually the good guy out of all of this yeah. because um, throughout the episode, it's revealed that actually the rest of the crew voted to um, send the monster to the populated island. Yeah. And he was the only one that didn't want to do that. But because of, it was an anonymous, a supposedly anonymous vote and the way he made a sound, that sound, um, he made a sound. It felt like, you know, there were only a few traitors amongst, amongst them or a few people who would do, you know, the bad deed of actually injuring other people or harming other people. So just the whole way it was done, I thought it was very interesting. So, um, I definitely I give I give that uh, a, a three piece. Um, if I say uh, three robots as well, I give a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the another one I really enjoyed was Mason's Rats. But this is the th- um, third and last one I'll talk about. Mason's Rat. This is the one where you have a farmer called Mason who has a rat infestation. Um, these rats are, are very very smart. In fact, they actually wear some sort of clothing, so they create pitchforks. They create um, uh, not just bows and arrows. What 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 are they call the one you shoot crossbows. crossbows. They create crossbows with um, you know random sharp objects around them, and obviously they've been stealing the farmer's crops. Farmer decides to get this high tech robot. Uh, this is um, fast forward quite a bit, but yeah, decides to get a robot that just absolutely decimates them. Yeah, and you start to feel sorry for these rats. Eventually. Um, Mason sees the rats actually struggling and, you know, showing camaraderie amongst each other. And he realizes actually there's most of these rats that are just stealing food. 
and I think the whole I think the whole thing was 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 a good was a good um, episode. So that one I gave uh, three piece as well. But overall, everything is a is a whole chicken for me. Nice. Um, probably my least favorite one was Jabaro, but um, yeah, I didn't really. It, was, it looked good, but it's. I can't remember, I can't remember which one was Jabaro. The last one. Jabaro was the, the one like, with the, the there, was a, there was a knight, a conquistador. Um, oh, no, that was that was dead. Yeah, it was you know, I, I, I like the, art, the artistic stuff in it, but yeah, for me, it didn't, it didn't bang as hard. I think the same studio that did Jabari were the ones that did the, in season one, was that did um, the loop one where you have a stripper who sees yeah. a guy kill someone and it also turns out to be her that he killed. And then, you know, he chases her, then at the end of it, she chases him because he's witnessed the murder and all that stuff. So I think it's the same um, studio that did it. Just look at the animation. Um, but I mean, I'm sure people out there would, would have found Jabari very, very interesting. I found it interesting, but I just didn't bang for me as hard as the others did. Um, so yeah, um, I highly recommend everyone watch watches Love, Death of Robots. The next one was uh, Deathstroke, Knights and Dragons. Um, now, unfortunately, I didn't get to finish watching all of this, but this is, an, I, th- I believe this is a new... Um, um, animator DC um, movie that came out this year. So it follows Deathstroke, who is he's the main enemy of Batman, but he's involved in a lot of things with the Justice League as well, um, fighting against the Justice League. So this was one that explored his personal life, where you see his wife and his son, um, and you know it follows the comics closely in that. The wife finds out that, you know, in fact, he is um, a mercenary. Um, funny enough, she actually trained him when they were working together at, a, I think it was a private security company. Um, and then later on, he sort of <laughs> didn't tell her that he'd actually continued doing the work as now a mercenary. Um, so it looks at, at Deathstroke in a more personal manner to see just, you know, what makes Deathstroke Deathstroke. Um, I think in all iterations of it, um, in animated... Um, um, scenery, he or an animated um, films and series. He's someone who just, you know, he's very dark. He comes along, um, tries to take people on board. Um, I, I think an iconic one is him trying to recruit um, Robin from Teen Titans. <clears throat> hey, look at how brutal he is. So this just just added an extra layer to the character that the character is not just, you know, this prick who is one of Batman's uh, top enemies, but actually there's a bit more substance to him. Um, so right currently, I give it a half chicken, um, but I'll finish watching it, and it may go up to a three-piece or a whole chicken, depending on on the outcome. But for most animated, um, DC animated films, I give I give about a three-piece, so have to wait and see. Um, other than that, I've just been, you know, watching my anime, um, reading my manga, so that's it. I That's, that's all for me. Nice. Alright. Uh what have I been doing? I have just been working, working, working. Um I've also just been generally catching up on all, all, all my anime as well. Um when they come to the rap where is it a ten they now generally do twelve episodes slates, don't they, in the in the seasons? It's twelve episodes, yeah. So a lot of them are, a lot of them are now hitting episode ten. So we've got about another two more weeks and then we'll give um everyone our final ratings. And then we'll probably have a, a look forward to see what's coming out in the summer slate. And then we'll break them down of which ones we're going to pick up. I'm probably not going to pick up as many as I've done this time round because I literally didn't watch any of the anime during the winter slate. Um, we, I, well, I don't know about you guys, but I've only watched three episodes so far on our bleach recap. So I do want to get on that. Um, yeah, because, uh, yeah, Bleach is coming out, I think, October, I want to say, is the yep, release date. So I want to get yeah. that done. Um, I did watch The Bubble. Um, I made several attempts to try and watch The Bubble on Netflix. It's one of those, like, it was like, it's almost scary movie-esque kind of thing where they make a movie where they're making a movie during the pandemic. And um, mm-hmm. every time I tried to watch it, I fell asleep because I was shot from work. And like I wasn't really liking it, um, but literally one of the days that I didn't work so late, I just was you know let me start again from the beginning, let me watch it, and I actually quite found myself laughing at it quite a bit. It's a mm. very stupid movie, but like it's funny in it. Like 
it made me laugh quite a bit. Uh, I'll give it a half chicken. It was it, it, it was a decent enough watch. Um, and then the only other thing that I want to talk about is um, Obi-Wan episode three. Uh, obviously, Martin, you wasn't on when we talked about episode one and two. Um, mm-hmm. As our, in a sense, resident Star Wars expert, what are your thoughts on episodes one, two, and three so far? Okay. Um, three is more fresh in my mind. So I'll do one and two and let you guys go on about, I'll talk about episode three and then I'll jump in episode three as well. Okay. Um, so um, I really like what Disney do with, what Disney does with um, new Star Wars episodes. I, I, I think it's not just Star Wars episodes, but I think just new um, series in general where they release the two episodes and they're pretty long mm-hmm. and then they release um, one episode a week. This... Uh, so I like I like Obi-Wan, the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series or Kenobi series, however you want to call it. Um, it does well. I mean, the recap in episode one was really good because it goes through so much that, you know, we've just forgotten over the years mm-hmm. um, from episodes um, one to three. And I like where it continues because it sets, it tells you straight away how the, what, what people think about the Empire um, the fall of the Republic. Um, it draws a lot of conclusions from the, the series we've seen, like um, the Bad Batch, for example, um, the end of all the last um, season, I think it was season seven of The Clone Wars. Um, it does that very, very nicely because there is this massive gap in Star Wars where you watch just the, the um, original trilogy and then the prequels. There's a massive gap in between. All that is just filler. So... Or still recover from his injuries from ten years prior. Um, you see Luke Skywalker, young Luke Skywalker, who's you know gets up to mischief. You see um, Leia, who sorry not Leia, sorry yeah, it is Leia, sorry Leia get up to mischief. That's the thing that sort of harkens back to Anakin when he was a kid because um, if you watch Episode One, you realise that Anakin did get himself into quite a bit of trouble. Um, you know he um, he had fights with aliens um, or disagreements with aliens, and then. Um, him destroying the I can't remember if it was a, it was a separatist destroyer or whatever in episode one, The Phantom Menace. But you know, he manages to get himself stuck on a Republic, um, on a Republic, uh, Starfighter, then goes up and uh, in, in, with the squad and everything's all blown up. And you know, he just gets into trouble without meaning to get into trouble. I think that's what Luke and Leia do, more so Leia. Um, so I thought it was really interesting to see. Um, it did very well to show you just how. How weakened and detached from the force um, Obi Wan had become, or has become, mm-hmm. because obviously through hiding and things like that, um, you'd assume that he wouldn't be using his force powers as much. So um, using the force is like a muscle. The, the less you, the less you use it, the weaker you, you become in it. It's like almost like going to the gym. Mm. Um, so you see that lose, you see that loss. Um, you also see that he's trying to live a very, very sheltered life and not, you know, try and expose himself to anyone because his 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 main um, uh, objective now is to literally protect Leia and Luke. So that's all he cares about. He'll go around, you know, doing the mundane stuff, um, you know, gather bits and things, bits and pieces here and there. Um, obviously, he has a hotline to uh, Morgana, who is the adoptive father of Leia as well. So you have all that going on. Without me rambling any further, you have all that going on. So it does a very good job of just painting the immediate effects of um, of the fall of the Republic and the rise of the Empire. Yeah, um, I enjoyed episode three. Uh, what's what, so? What's your rating of one to three so far? So one to three. So one to two is a three piece mm-hmm. whole chicken. Okay. okay oh, cool. All right, uh, Michael. Okay. I'll let Michael go first. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, no, yeah, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be honest. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it does make you wonder, like obviously from when he obviously defeated Anakin, and to the point where he starts training Luke up to a certain extent. It is, it is interesting to see how his life was during this period of time. Obviously being chased by the... What are they called? The Inquisitors. Uh, Inquisitors. The Inquisitors. That's it. Really, be chased by the Inquisitors. Like, we didn't know that 
Obi had connection, had already met Leia again when she was younger. So mm. there was. Huh? And I'm agreeing. I said, agreeing. Mm, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Mm. So there, there, there's a lot of things that they're putting together now to showing us. So again, I liked it. Um, I, get, I agree with Martin. I'll give it a free piece because all three episodes, because it kept me entertained. It kept me involved. And also the fight, the, the fight that he had with um, Darth Vader was pretty legit in, I believe that was an episode. Was that an episode two or was that actually an episode, episode three? Episode three. Yeah, that was, that was kind of legit. Mm. I have to admit, because I was expecting. Yeah, I, I I love the pettiness of Anakin. He was like, <laughs> so, "You made me burn." Okay, I'm gonna burn you too, motherfucker. Like I absolutely love that man. Um, I'm gonna give episode three a a free piece. Uh, right now, the whole series for me stands as a free piece. Um, I just wanna br- very briefly just talk about some of the controversy surrounding episodes one and two. Um, mm-hmm. Trust you. Um, forgive me for not pulling up her name that is playing Reva um, has been getting a lot of hate online um, and obviously you know when it comes to race they just you know start talking about the colour of her skin now we well when we reviewed episode 1 and 2 I, I, I fully was like some of her acting choices in episode 2 just seemed weird and it was it, it then came strange that she put in a, a good performance in episode 3 like Martin, you didn't want here here. What did you think of it you know, her acting in episode one and two? Like did did you feel like there were some off choices or it was just fine for you? Mm, it felt a bit weird because my girlfriend did mention that <laughs> in uh episode two that it's like I don't know, she sort of she sort of connected it to real life where she went, uh, oh look at this, a black woman's trying to do her thing and a white guy wants to take all credit for her. So I thought that was a hilarious uh, observation <laughs> from her. But um, actually, I think in episode one and two, they wanted to really flesh out Reva and her motives because episode one and two, for me, looked like she was under the thumb of the Grand Inquisitor and she wanted to obviously gain more... Um, favor. Favor with Darth Vader, which is... Which is explained well in number three, which is yeah. why, so which is why now I understand the things she did in episodes one and two, mm-hmm. um, especially especially when she um, she injured um, the Inquisitor. I don't want to say the Inquisitor's dead because we do see him in, in Star Wars Rebels, um, and he's a lot more, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for, ruthless. Um, he doesn't, you know, retake people talking back to him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a result of um, what Reva did to him. Okay. But um, I I think I think the actor choices is is fine, considering especially considering what happens in episode three. And so mm. so that sort of explains stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's fine. Um, but what I didn't like is obviously the backlash to to the actress playing her because Star Wars is one of those things where you have alien species and blah blah and blah blah. You get people who are humanoid but not quite human and all that stuff. So in a world that's just about aliens and whatever, right? Why does skin color matter so much? Do you, you know, know what I mean? Do you know it what makes like, no like, sense. Like I said, yeah, I didn't see the backlash to her skin color. The original, like literally, the day it came out, the I wouldn't even say backlash. A lot of people were criticizing her acting choices in episode two, and I yeah, was, I was also. Uh, you know, I was also criticizing the way she acted in episode two. So then, a couple great. of days later, it was like, oh, people are being racist towards her and critics and and coming on her acting and saying that this black woman can't act. And I was like, well, if 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 they if the critiques are on her acting, I think that's justified. But if the mm. critiques were because of her race, then that's not on in it because because oh. like I said, in episode one, I had no issue with acting. Episode two. There were some dodgy moments. Episode three, mm. no issues with her acting. So yeah. I wonder if it's the director got her to got the way she would maybe directed in episode two, or do you know what I mean? Like, Mike, Michael, yeah. what's your take on it? See, so her act, well, I didn't like her from the get go. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like. I didn't like. I didn't like the her the character, mm. but. Uh, to be fair her acting in episode 2 wasn't it wasn't it wasn't how it was in episode 3 it felt like episode 2 was forced Mm, yeah acting in episode 2 felt really really forced 
And it was just really weird, especially... Is it episode... Yeah, episode two is where she stabs the Inquisitor. She yeah, stabs yes, like, yes. the lead, lead Inquisitor. And yes. it was just like, well, okay, I can see that. And then it was the fact that she was pushing herself to take... Sort of take charge when it doesn't feel like she's in that type Ready. of position. Mm. Yeah. It was really weird. And I was just like, uh not really a fan of you. I don't like you. I kind of wish that Anakin, <laughs> I hope that Anakin, like, when he, when he does kill you, that like, it's, it's, it's torturous and it's, it's slow and painful. Mm. But, but yeah, episode two wasn't great. Episode three, she was, it was a lot better mm. because obviously I feel that her, I would, I'm going to say that her character was overshadowed with the introduction to Darth Vader into the, into the show. Yeah. I feel like I with Darth Vader coming yeah. in, it does, it took a lot of the emphasis on her and more people were more interested in the Darth Vader. So you won't really, you wouldn't really recognize any of the mistakes and uh, the, the annoyances that she mm-hmm. does as an actress. It, 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 it mm-hmm. was, it was very uh, great to um, see um, James Earl Jones voice uh, yeah. Darth Vader because, and also as well, like he did it on job in it. Because yeah. when it when um he voiced um Mufasa, you can hear yeah. that that like the the tide like his age his age. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense, like you can hear yeah. the age of his voice. But with Darth Vader, it was like yeah, like you know, it it, it was on form in it. It was on point. So I really like yeah. that. Um, any any last comments on episode three before uh, I move on? Yes. Oh, Leia's a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Leia is, Bro, is, is it me or is Leia Fossa in the same boat? I saw someone said that online. That was oh, hilarious. Yeah, no, no, that was some dumb. Why is she, why is she, why is she so fast? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that one was kind of confusing to me and it was quite annoying. You had three grown ass men getting run, getting people, adults getting run around by a little kid. I was yeah. like, hold up, what sort of nonsense is going on here? Mm. I know, and absolutely silly. Um, so before I go into episode three, just my closing thoughts on Reva and episodes one and two. Uh, Mike, I think you are right that she was overshadowed by a lot of characters because um, even in the games, you don't see Reva. You see the fifth sister. Um, I think you see the seventh sister, I believe. So you don't really see Reva at all. So Reva is also a brand new character who is now has to sort of try to usurp the Grand Inquisitor, which we all know about. The Grand Inquisitor is, you know, he's now embedded in Star Wars, um, in, the, in, the, in the Star Wars canon. So I think for that character, it had to, it, it, she had to do something to sort of be, sort of come to the forefront, I think, which is why I can sort of, this is how I'm trying to explain away her acting, uh, her acting choices or, you know, the cues that she may have got from the director. Mm. Um, with that, um, so on to episode three. Episode three, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, again, we see, um, we see Obi Wan sort of trying to connect with, um, Qui Gon, uh, Qui Gon Jinn, his master. Now, I don't know if I've said this already, but Qui Gon is basically someone in Star Wars who managed to keep himself in the force so he's actually even though he's part of the force he is a force ghost he's actually able to he's actually kept his his sentience mm-hmm. um and reached out to master yoda um in episode four i think it's episode four or five where we see master yoda pass away i think it's episode five we see master yoda pass away and he becomes a force ghost um literally it was qui-gon who who taught master yoda how to do that and if everyone remembers uh towards the end of episode Three, I think, right at the end of uh, *Revenge of the Sith*, Master Yoda did say to Obi Wan to communicate with Qui Gon um, because he's not all dead. Mm. So, in this, we see a good a good canon of that, which is could Obi trying to reach out to uh, Qui Gon, but at the same time, it's a bit of uh, um, uh, what's what's we're looking for. Basically, because he's not attached to the Force, so he's trying to not use the Force. It's then hard to connect with. Quite gone because you know you're sort of abandoned one thing, but you sort of abandoned one tool, but you need that tool in order to actually communicate with your master. So um, I thought that was interesting. Uh, we see Darth Vader's. Um, I call it Darth Vader's castle. I don't know the actual name of his of the you know, temple building, whatever that he's in on Mustafar. 
And actually, it's quite an interesting choice that Darth Vader's um, castle is there on Mustafar because that is literally where he not only killed the Separatists as, you know, new Darth Vader, but it's actually where he also lost his fight to Obi-Wan. Because so that he's says, petty! Oh, no. And I, I love it! I, he, he is so petty and salty, like... Oh, it, it, literally, I, 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 little things like that, little details like that, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Exactly. I think with that, the thing with that is that um, with Sith, they like to sort of go to places that give them extreme pain or, or discomfort, or whatever the case is, because that brings them closer to the dark side. Mm. So you can imagine he's there brooding over his loss to Obi-Wan. Um and so all that all that hatred of for Obi Wan sort of actually gives him greater strength in the Force. Um, not to mention that obviously his his suit is super um, uncomfortable. Um, he's in constant pain as well, so that just draws him closer to the dark side, which is exactly what uh, um, Darth Sidious, aka Palpatine, wanted to do. Um, so I thought that was a nice Easter egg there. We see Kenobi almost blowing his cover um, when he called uh, Leia Luma. Uh, sorry, when he called Luma Leia. Yeah, well, yeah. Leia, who was playing Luma, but you know, blew her cover. And I thought to myself that that's that show just just shows how mentally. Um, st- I, I don't know. Not just, there. He's I, just not there. He's, he's not there exactly because he never did that when he was the you know, g- general of of the Grand Army, um, or well, general of the Republic of the Republic Army. Um, he never did anything like that. But in this case, you could tell that, yeah, he's definitely lost a step. He's uh, messing up here and there. And I think by the end of this season, we'll see him sort of reconnecting to the Force and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it won't happen. I mean, we obviously we see him um, save Leia when she, when she dropped off the, off the roof of the building. But I don't think we'll see him do anything more until we're well, in the Force, especially until... Let's say the last episode or something. Yeah, um, I, I just but, really, I, I, sorry. I just really hope they stick the landing. Yeah, same here. Same here. Already, I, I say it's better than um, than Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. Anything's better than the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Anything's better than that rubbish. Mm. Um, speak of when him was cover. I really liked it when Kenobi also had his blast up um, at a checkpoint because. In Star Wars, he often lost his lightsaber, and I mean, number one rule of Jedi is don't lose your lightsaber. But he often, it often came out of place, and you know, either returned to him by either Ahsoka, a, a general, or um, I'm oh, sorry, um, a commander, or um, or Anakin. And he's very proficient with a blaster. Actually, um, I think in Episode Two, we see him fight against um, Jango Fett. And he resorts to use the blaster as well. And um, blasters are something that not all Jedi are comfortable with using. You only get maybe the Jedi Sentinels, um, who are another part of the Jedi Order. I'm not going to go into that detail, but they will use things like blasters and actually look at sort of droid repairs and all that stuff mm. and espionage. So, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. We saw who is mentioned in name. And that's very, very interesting because Quinlan Voss is sort of like the maverick of the Jedi Order. Um, he is someone that did sort of assassination type missions for the Jedi. Um, not really on the forefront of the battles. So he's got a very, very interesting story. And I don't know how much they'll cover with him. Mm-hmm. But um, just to give you a few points. Um, he oh, he mostly worked alone. Um, he did be... He, his... Um, his Padawan was... Um, oh, I want to say it was... Her name's her name's just come on my on my head, but it's the it's the Twi'lek that was on um oh it's the it's the Twi'lek the blue the blue um Twi'lek who ended up getting killed um I would not know if you, on, if you uh, can't pull that name out of your head you no, know, I, 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 think, I think yeah yeah. Uh, her name her name will come to me eventually, but I think probably at the end of the episode of job um if anything I'll uh I remember it then, but um, continuing on, he also um, ends up marrying um, Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress is the is the gray um, is a gray skinned um, alien who's um, a Sith. Um, so if anyone's watched um, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, for example, she appears in that a lot. So ends up marrying her, um, forced to the dark side a little bit, but then 
um, ends up, um, you know, basically joining the light side again. I just remember the name of the of the Jedi. It's Ayla Sakura. That's the one who that, that was his Padawan. Um, so yeah, check that out. So yeah, all, all in all, very very good. And lastly, because I know I'm gonna ramble on it again, um, I, I really enjoyed the way they introduced Darth Vader to Obi Wan because you could just tell just how just 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 the sheer fear and dread that Darth Vader brings. Um, you can tell straight away how everything went quiet. Um, you know, he when he walked, he walked with purpose, and the purpose was, I'm going to find Kenobi, and he probably even know what he was going to do with him until he found him, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, all that was interesting, the way he snapped that kid's neck when, um, yes. when he was forced choking. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just didn't care, and it just shows you just how corrupted he is. He's not the Anakin of old, where, you know, He'd with people. He wouldn't. He, I mean, like, it's a complete one eighty from from Anakin Skywalker. I was just like, and I love this. This is a Disney show, you know, and they're showing the kids' neck get broken like that. Like, yeah. why? And what I really liked about it was during the fight, you saw that Obi Wan was not comfortable with using his lightsaber. But again, he he is someone who's way out of practice, and that Anakin was dead. Yeah, and he's oh, Darth Vader was dead, and now he's seen Darth Vader. He's just filled with fear because he's seen what he's created, and this is someone who is just you know embedded in the dark side. Someone who was like a brother to him, as no longer a brother. Someone completely different uh, from from the person he once knew, and all that subtext was just awesome to see. Um, the fight was very very one sided, as it should have been, because again. Kenobi is way out of our practice, our shape. Um, and this is sort of almost peak Darth Vader, I want to say, because this is Darth Vader who's lost virtually everything. He's lost Padme. He doesn't know where his kids are. Um, he's betrayed the, the, um, you know, the, the people who, who sort of brought him up. Um, he's, um, you know, he lost to his so-called brother. Um, in in Obi Wan Kenobi, and you know he has nothing else left to live for besides serve this guy who he probably doesn't even like. Do you know what I mean? Emotion you can see through the fight that they had, and um, again, people have to realize that this is Darth Vader after he's also yeah he spent ten years killing Jedi. You're, you're talking about not just Padawans. You're talking about you know established Jedi in the in the Jedi Order all with various fighting styles and stuff and things like that and him having to sort of relearn to use his body um using the machinery that that or the the uh cybernetics that are connected that's connected to him now and everything like that and he was just beastly you know with one arm just you know powering through obi-wan kenobi and just as a bit of a background obi-wan is someone who was very much like a tank in his, in his own right um, throughout the the Clone Wars series, you saw him getting battered left, right, and center. Um, you, you've seen him being swallowed by by aliens um, and creatures just to be spat out again. Um, he's super, super durable as as a Jedi. Even amongst Jedi, he's very, very durable, and he couldn't do anything against Darth Vader. Um, so all that subtext there was great, and obviously the torture scene where um, Darth Vader decided to set up the fire and then drag. Obi Wan through it was just peak pettiness, and um, again with subtext, it's almost like, in a way, Darth Vader still needs Obi Wan alive because that's probably his great. That's where he gets his greatest hatred from, or where he feels closely connected to the dark side. So again, um, seeing the way he played with him, tortured him, he didn't want to kill him. He literally said, "Take him," and then obviously um, he managed to escape, but. Just seeing all of that was absolutely amazing, which is why I gave uh, episode three uh whole chicken. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Uh, before we go on to the state of play, uh, we actually got asked a question by my boy uh-huh. Vaz out in Germany. And his question was, what anime should he watch with his wife? Now, there is so many ways to answer this question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always, always judge when someone asks you recommendation of anime. Is like I ask them, what do they like to watch normally? Because yeah. 
there is an anime for everything. If you're into horror, there's animes for you. If you're into a slice of life, there's animes for you. If you like action, there's animes for you. Even if you like dating shows, there's animes for you. Like last, uh, uh, during the winter slate, um, one of the animes that blew up was, um, that cosplay anime is like, oh, what was it called? Um, dress up, dress up darling. Like literally that took like the anime community by storm from the stuff that I was seeing on social, like everyone was talking about it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it myself yet, but like, you know, they made a whole anime on cosplaying basically. Um, mm. there's an anime that's out right now called Tomodochi, which is basically anime version of Squid Game. So I would say find out what genre of TV your wife normally likes to watch. And then, for the most part, go with a shonen or senjin. I want. I'm hoping senjin is the right word. A shonen. Is it seinen? A shonen or seinen of that genre, and then go from there before you delve die people. So let if she's into, obviously, let me. I'll, I'll be very generic here. Let's say if she's into, um, like stereotypical like action animes, yeah. Start her off with a bait shown in anime like Naruto, um, or maybe not Naruto, like, so it's like more current. So let's say Demon Slayer. Start her off with something like that. See what she vibes with. And no. then, huh? Mm, Demon Slayer, you need to start off with something old school where the graphics ain't so nah. high. Nah. Nah. nah, because, cause if it's, if she's coming into it now, it's, it'll be harder for her to get to watch something old school. You kind of have to already be in. Unless unless it's a bait shonen like a Naruto, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, which is one of the bait starter pack animes. Like, when mm-hmm. it, you're, when it's an, a fully grown adult, I think you do need to dive into their genres that they like and then go from there. Especially if it's their first venture into anime, like... It's gonna be very hard to say to someone your first intro to anime watch three hundred episodes of Naruto. Like, yeah, it, yeah some people works, but I, so I, I I always go genre, and then I would my next then thing is to go over what's trending, because generally yeah. what is trending generally means it's good. Like, there's very few animes out of there that's not trending that aren't good. Uh, if you yeah. specifically want to watch one that's like a, a coupley one. The one that out of the winter slate, I'm not a winter slate, the spring slate right now that I think is very easy for you to watch with your partner and isn't necessarily like, you know, action and, and madness and bare etchiness and stuff like that is Spy Family. I think Spy Family is a very wholesome, um, fun and entertaining anime that would be a decent one for someone to start with right now. Obviously, again, Demon Slayer is a good one. If they're, if they're into sports, what sport are they into? Because right now, I think there's like a golf anime that's meant to be popping and, um, a new football anime that's meant to be really good as well. Neither of them I've watched, but I've heard really good things about it. I think, I think last, last slate, there was a really good cycling anime. Um, yeah. The football, the football one is absolutely amazing. What's it called? Um, it is called Ayo Ashuri. Yeah, that's the Stop one. I remember it being Ayo Ayo Ashiri, Ayo Ashi something. Ayo Ashi. No, it's just Ayo Ashi. There's 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 not really anything else on top of it. Okay. Bloody fantastic! You know, I'm annoyed because I think I was up late one night and I was watching. I was watching. It. I was thinking, oh, I haven't seen this before. This must be. This must be old. Started watching. I was like, yeah. Episode um, ep- episode six. I'm like, let's go, let's go some more, some more. Nah, it's done. Ah, yeah. wait, yeah. Got, wait a week. Yeah, ah. it, it's, it's this. It's a this season anime. Um, <sighs> and also, just just to add, I'll say that it's also good to watch something that's current because you get people actually talking about it a lot more than mm. something in the past. Not many people talk about um, things like say um, Code Geass, even because Code Geass is something that's in the past, or even things like say. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so something, something that's current because you know you get updated, um, updated uh, animation, 
and you know people will be talking about it i mean whether they'll like it or not is, is what they're another but at least it's it's in social media so be able to keep up with what yeah. people's views of it and and, 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 uh, and again what is what is her i don't want to say what is her maturity type like but like because just the, the preference no 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 no, be, no because no the reason why i say that is yeah is because a lot of the anime that i generally watch here are generally aimed at teenagers and young adults. Even though they're really good, they're aimed at teenagers and young adults. So if she's not going to be somebody that you know is not going to be into something like that, then you may want to start her with some stuff similar vein of like Cowboy Bebop and um, Black Lagoon, which is more aimed at adults because it's about gangsters. It's about, you know, mature themes. Like, do you know what I mean? So... If she's not, but the thing, the only other thing I'll say to that is don't sleep on the kitty animes. And I'm not talking about like the demon slayers and stuff like that. I'm talking about the ones that are like aimed at like kindergarten kids. Like some of them are absolutely hilarious. Like literally it's just like, there was one where it was about this girl and like all she did was bully her classmate. And it was like, I've not watched it yet, but it was a really solid anime. Like it got loads of great reviews. Some of the clips that I did see of it just had me in stitches. Um, again, you know, if she's watched anime in the past, you know, did she, was she a fan of like Sailor Moon, um, in Uwasha, stuff like that? Because those, um, magical girl animes here are sick. And again, um, oh, there's one in particular. There's one year. Basically, it looks like a magical girl. I think it's Paul Madeka. It looks like a, a, a happy-go-lucky Sailor Moon. And then after the first episode, you're like, damn, this is dark. Same with Promised Neverland. If, like, you look at the artwork for Promised Neverland, you're like, ah, oh, this is a fun anime about kids trying to get adopted. No, <laughs> it is a very dark, dark anime. Um, and again, if she's maybe a, a horror aficionado, like someone that really loves horror movies... There's a whole catalogue of horror movies out there. Um, you know, and again, slightly being sexist because, you know, a lot of women like, you know, romance and, you know, the, those kind of kind of things, especially when it comes to anime. There's some really good ones out there. Like, even Comey though... Can't Communicate is my favourite one, see, I have there, to say. There you go. Comey Can't Communicate. A, sil- a, sil- a, sil- a silent voice. Is it a silent voice? Yes. That's that again. That's another really solid one. Um, you know, is she into fantasy? If she's into like Game of Thrones and fantasy, then you know, I would say generally a lot of isekais would would be right up her alley. Um, one anime that I would highly recommend that it just sounds really weird but actually it's really worked is um, Trapped in a Dating Sim. Like it actually works in it. Like it's a really good anime. Um, and I haven't done this another one. Say that again. Seven Deadly Sins Again, is another one. Seven Deadly Sins is a very solid one. Um, even there's too some, many. There's too many to actually to take. Again, you you would need yeah, to you you, you 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 would need to let us like again for, for for us to give the perfect recommendation of a star anime. We would need to know what kind of genre she like yeah. watches on a normal basis, isn't it? How about how about he message message the Blends of Us Insta and we could and we will throw a bunch in. All right, but right ba- based off everything that we've just said, yeah. Let's just say now, if you had to recommend something for one anime without knowing what she likes and stuff, for a start anime for Vaz's wife, Food what Wars. Would you, what did you say? Food Wars. Food <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Food Dead Wars. Dead serious. Dead serious. Food Wars. Okay. Uh, Martin, what would your recommendation be? Uh, I already said Queenie can't communicate, so I'm sticking with that recommendation. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to go down the easy route and I am going to actually go with Demon Slayer because it's short. It's um, relatively quick. You don't need to know a lot about anime to enjoy it. Um, There's interesting characters um, and the artwork is phenomenal. Obviously, it may lead to having a very high expectation of what anime uh, anime artwork should be like, but um, yeah, and the, oh, actually, I will make one other recommendation, um, and that is Spirit Away. Spirit Away is a very good start to get some introduced anime. If she likes that, you can then start showing her other uh, Studio Ghibli movies, and from there, she can fall down her own rabbit hole. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
All right, the last thing we're going to briefly talk about today, um, and you guys stop me when there's something that you want to divulge, divulge into a lot more, and that is the state of play that we just recently had. Was it yesterday? Yeah, last night. All right, last night. So PlayStation did their state of play. There's no E3 this year, so you're going to expect a lot more studios to be doing their own little, in a sense, like one shot. Um, I was actually quite surprised at how relatively quick it was. It was only, what, 30 minutes long? Yeah, half yeah. an hour. So, yeah. so what they do, so I've watched data plays, the prior ones. Mm-hmm. So the prior ones have been a lot more in depth. Yeah. So like when they did that, when they did the Hogwarts one, there was a lot, there was a lot more in depth. This one, I think, it, I hate to say it, but it wasn't, it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't great. It was just basically showing us remakes of games that they're going to do. And obviously, because VR 2 is coming out yeah. most likely by the end of the year, mm-hmm. they're, that, they're, just, they're just throwing up trailers of remakes yeah, built so there, games. There, 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 was a, there was a lot of focus on the PSVR 2. So you got Resident yeah. Evil 4 Remake uh, for the PSVR 2, Resident Evil Village for the PSVR 2, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2 Retribution, yeah. and No Man's Sky. Uh, oh, hold on a second. When No Man's Sky was that also in VR? Yes, this is a VR. Yes. A oh, PS, it, VR version. it came. It came basic with the PS. It came basic with the PS4. All right. Basic with the PS5, and now they're doing it. They're doing a VR version, which uh, you're like, also getting Horizon Call of the Mountains, which is a PS VR two. Uh, also mm-hmm. for the Horizon game, main game, you're getting a new game plus and uh, and a, 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 a massive update for. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, in in a sense, like I don't know, gaming news or interesting things coming out. Uh, Spider Man Remastered is coming to PS to PC. So if you didn't have a PS PlayStation, you can now finally play Spider Man. Um, Stray comes out July nineteenth. Um, this looks really good for an indie game. Um, mm-hmm. not saying that I'm gonna play, but it looks really cool. Uh, I've been following this one. This is the one the cat. I've been following this one since it first came out because mm-hmm. when it first got, when trailers first started for us like, mm-hmm. a few years ago, I think maybe even last year, um, I just thought it was a very, very interesting concept with the cat and everything and do everything that a cat does and whatever. In this trailer, we got a bit more information. We saw a guy with, I don't know, it was a, a robot or TV head. So I'm very curious to see what the actual story is about. And it, like, like you said, Nana, it looks very, very good for indie game. Yeah. And I think it's one that I'll actually get and uh, maybe do a, re- a review on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. You got a release date of July 19th. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. Um, it reminded me a lot of Dead, uh, is it Dead Space? Dead Space, yeah. yeah it reminded me a lot of that. That comes out December 2nd. Uh, Roller Dome, some indie game. Not really too much care about it for that. Oh, Roller uh, Dome. No, 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 Roller Dome looks absolutely fantastic. Really? Yeah. So Roller, so Roller Dome. Yeah, you get to you're rolling, rolling skates, but you've got weapons. So yeah. I, that, that, that 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 that's that's pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Like, who's not gonna want to ride um, ride around? What, just anyway, with, uh, with uh, Glock Mines, yeah, yeah, <laughs> shoot, and yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, um, with Roller it actually interested me because, um, if watching um, Alita Battle Angel, right? Yes, yeah, there's, yeah. there's something similar that she does, she does. I thought, oh, it'd be so cool to have a game like that. So, I actually, Roller Dome would be this, the beginning of it. Um, it's just the fact that it was like a very indie game-ish and that's it is I, very indie game-ish yeah. yeah it is it is but well, I mean we'll see it when it comes out I hope there's a demo that so I can just play and see how I feel about it yeah uh, you had Eternal Nights uh, it was a cool looking anime type game coming early 2023 yeah um, this one looked good oh hey this you listen like I ain't played Street Fighter since like maybe like Street Fighter 2 and it like back in the 90s yeah yes, but well, Street Fighter okay. 6 World Tour looked fucking sick and, oh and, yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 the, mu- and the music was dope, man. Yeah. Like, Jay, did, did anyone cool. get any vibes from Jamie? Yeah. Oh, he like if, if, if I get back into it, yeah, that might have to be my character. Yeah, <laughs> the graphic, every look, the graphics on it, the music, and everything was just like, yeah, this it is looks so good. But, but the beauty, you no, know, the beauty about it is open world. Yeah, it's like and yeah, and yeah. the two K game that you play. Where you can just yeah. like, just roll up and just start doing stuff, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, like if I have a PS Five by then, yeah, it might it might be something that I just check out. 
<laughs> I was just about, I was just about <laughs> to tease you about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I swear, I haven't played a Street Fighter game properly in years. So I think it's mm-hmm. probably one to pick up because from the trailer as well, it looked like Ryu had gotten older. Also, he had a beard and everything like that. Yeah. Um, he had Chun Li then, and from again for a trailer, it looked like she was training someone new. I don't know who that character is. I don't know if she's a new character or someone who's been become a staple in um, uh, Street Fighter now. But all of it looked really good. Like sort of. Almost like everything's just updated, right? So I am looking forward to this. Um, I, I I really want to get this game. Um, I feel like I'm gonna be playing on it a lot more than you know, say say tech the new Tekken games that are coming out. Um, mm. The current Tekken game already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then uh, Tunic. I don't even remember too much about those ones. I don't really care. No, which one's no, Tunic? I Michael, do you know that one? You know no, that? I don't. I don't. I don't recognize the name. Let me it, just check. It was one of the indie games. And I was just like, okay, cool, whatever. Oh, it's the one with um, the f- fox with the sword and shield. Yeah, I don't remember this. I'm not going to lie. I don't. Actually. Ah, the top, top, that one. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't uh, sold on this one. Yeah. And then last but not least, we got to see a little bit more of Final Fantasy 16. I am really looking forward to this game. It looks like it's more of an emphasis of people turning into the um, into the summons. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. Yes, I, yes I, I, I'm, I'm down for this. It's it's got me so much into my feelings that it's it's, it's allowed me to carry on and finish Final Fantasy Seven, uh, the remake. I haven't finished it yet. Oh man, I haven't started playing. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't have the luxury of playing that yet. So. Next year, have a PS5. Yeah, soon, man. Soon, soon. Nah, but it's def it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to playing. Like this whole week, I'm I I'm going to be streaming on the Bloods account from the PlayStation. I'm going to be playing like Persona Five this week as well. So nice, nice. So that's going to be fun. Hell yeah! And now that I'm finally settled in, I was also planning on doing some streaming. So hey, between between the three of us, we've got some good content coming your yeah. way, guys. We'll, we'll create some kind of schedule as well to help out and make it rotate uh, nicely. Um, yeah. So that is pretty much it for today. Next wait, week we have. Hold up! Oh, gone. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! There was something that I put in the in the group. There was a trailer that I put in the group, and I need you lots of thoughts on it. So Gotham on? Knights TV show. Oh, I'm not, I'm not even watching it. I've heard like everyone is <laughs> oh, watching it. Nah. I'm not even. I'm, yeah, that, that's that's not even something these two brought up. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> and everyone has just been shitting it online. So. Oh yeah. No yes. Need. Yes. Absolutely. I just wait to I just wanted to hear your reactions in in person in it <laughs> because as soon as I saw it, I was just like, oh, f- say, okay, we go again. And I never showed it the CW is going to ruin. Okay, great. Let's go. Boy. But yeah, that is it for today. As you are here already, you know where to find us, but share us with your friends. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, pretty much wherever you can get your podcast listening from. We are on Facebook, we're on Instagram. If you'll reach out to the Blurs crew, you can do so at blurs at hotmail.com. That's all one word. Uh, TikTok, you can follow me on the TikTok, which is basically the Blurs Us account at Ace of Fun. Twitter, Facebook, is there anything I'm forgetting about? YouTube, uh, look YouTube at, well, keep an eye on the YouTube one. Keep an eye on the YouTube one because we're going to drop some videos on there very soon. Um, so yeah, without further ado, Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Micah, say bye to the people. See you later, everyone. I'm Enrich with the host of the most. Definitely not the host of the most. That is me. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.